The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Ryan Schultz, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, a sticker, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hi, I'm Matthew Carroll, host of Original Stories from Matthew Carroll, and you're listening to That Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. It's episode 379, brought to you the week of May 6th, 2021. I am your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and I'm a creep. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a loser. You can stop me anytime. No, keep going. What the heck am I doing here? <laughs> I don't belong here. Why Because I'm a creep. That's great. <laughs> that is great. Sorry, that song I heard it the other day, and I was like, hey, that's stuck in my head now. Thanks. Ah, uh, I have been on stream, uh, doing streaming on, on Twitch all week for the last couple of weeks. And I have found that one of the things I do is I sing constantly. <laughs> so that was very fitting. That was that's <laughs> right up my alley for this week. So, well, I'm glad I could pro- provide something. Well, it's a wonderful, something. it's a wonderful day. It's a magical yeah. day. And it happens to be world password day. Did you know that? No, there's such a thing. <laughs> there's such a thing. It's the oh. day that you're supposed to change an old password to a long and strong one. So uh, maybe turn on two-factor authentication for your important accounts, you know, things like that. So, you know, change the password on your default wireless router and stuff Mm. like that. So I just thought it was hilarious that today is also, um, it's nurse day and a bunch of other more important days, but it's also, I, I just picked the least important day that it is today because there's like 15 things it's like the national day of prayer and all kinds of other stuff yeah but world password day is is the is the number one thing so there you go just change your password professional i i appreciate that but uh i can see why it's like the least happy of all excitingness of days yeah i mean the, the the way you celebrate it is by changing a password so yeah 
not real, not a whole lot of buildup there. Not a lot of excitement. It's not like a group thing. You get together and hey, let's all change my password. <laughs> Anybody got any suggestions? Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, my banking password. I changed it just now. What is it? Something really strong. <laughs> so anyway, with dollar signs for the S's. So oh, make sure make oh. sure you celebrate National World Password Day. And I said national, but it's World Password Day. It is a it is a universal holiday for the entire planet. And I'm sure America made it up and just decided it was a planet wide day. So for the world, man. Yeah. Like that gummit, the whole world's gonna celebrate this, no matter if they have devices or not. So except the third world. Oh, should mm-hmm. I oh. and I the, feel bad saying the that. Amish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where did Jacob Yoder? <laughs> where uh, where are you going to store the horses now? I uh, don't know the password to your barn anymore. There, <laughs> yeah, you, you you put a put a, a combination lock on it. What what the heck? Oh, I changed it, brother. I changed, changed it. it. It's a key lock now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible Amish person impression. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> Any Amish people that I've offended just now, please uh, send me an email and I will apologize yeah. to you appropriately. Absolutely, we will we will we will take a horse and buggy out to your house. <laughs> And uh, personally, <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, they're not listening to this <laughs> unless somebody's driving by in a car somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Excuse me, what did uh, what did he just say about us? What the heck, you English?" Anyway, <laughs> English. We always start with a story. This one's called Sugar Shakers. And it comes from us from Elia Rogers from Iwakuni, Japan. Oh, cool. Yeah. So when I was a mere and stupid age of six, I was at my friend's house. Me and my friend Andrew decided that we were bored as homeschoolers do. Oh, I didn't realize it was a homeschool story. Hold on. So where does your son go to school? All right. So we had nothing to do except watch our older siblings bake cookies. So Mm. that's not the fun part. The fun part is after they cook them. So I can understand. True. That's true. I was never a child who obeyed anyone. I was a wild child, a feral homeschooler at best. (laughs) The point is, I try to prove in all my stories is that I was an unruly child. So Andrew, who was almost just as quite as mischievous as I was, conducted, concocted an evil plan. We were going to steal the gallon of sugar from the kitchen because why the heck not? So we waited crouching behind the kitchen like little cats. And we awaited our moment to strike. The girls turned their backs on the victim and we pounced and we crept up and snatched it from its pedestal on the counter. And we both helped carry it on our shoulders as we gremlin crept out of the kitchen. (laughs) Perfect. I could just see that. We crossed the garage and stepped out and booked it. And we ran as fast as we could to that shed and we ripped open the bag of sugar. But then we didn't know what to do with it. Do we play with it like sand? Do we scrub it in our hair like shampoo? Do we eat it? Do we just freaking pour it on the ground like there's no tomorrow? We we chose the obvious (laughs) and mature way to go. We went with all of the above. Oh, man. We took a shower in it. We ate it. We played with it. (laughs) And we took turns dancing in the white, grainy, sweet rain that opened our mouths to heaven above. We made (laughs) snow angels with it. 
We danced in it. We licked the dirty floor to get the sugar. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell man, you. It was wrong, kids. <laughs> one of the best feelings in the world is dancing on a pile of sugar. Thanks for reading my story. <laughs> Your listener from across the world, Aaliyah. <laughs> there is no moral to that story. No. Just the fact that it's fun to dance in sugar. <laughs> and the stupidity <laughs> of children. It's just, yeah. just badness. Just pure they, badness. They didn't even get in, in trouble. No, there's no report of, of any kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. She didn't get in trouble at all. So No trouble. Yeah. They stole a bag of sugar, and, like, they probably didn't get to eat the cookies. <laughs> like, Where did that sugar go? Uh, it's turned into a sugar scrub out in the garage. Oh, my gosh. There were ants for days after that. Ants. <laughs> we licked the floor to get it. It was so good. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, it's time for some weekly rewinds. All right. This is where we take something from the last seven days or so, and we share it with you. And um, I, like I said, I've been doing a lot of streaming. And on one of my streams, I, I when you first start streaming, it's a little sad because there's zero people, you know, yeah. you, it takes a second for people to log on and, and get in there. But, um, the other day I was, I was there and I was waiting and I'm, I'm just kind of warming up my voice and stuff. And a guy comes on and, uh, he, he writes a message. He says, what's Obama's last name? <laughs> and I immediately <laughs> said, uh, Obama is his last name. It's Barack Obama, right? Yeah. And uh, he was quiet. He didn't chat back. I said, was was that supposed to be a joke? Uh, and he <laughs> types, it, he, he types, yeah. <laughs> and then he left <laughs> immediately. Oh. <laughs> you didn't, you, you didn't do it right. Yeah. Leaving. <laughs> so he, he was trying to make a fool of me. And it didn't work. So I don't know. Maybe he was making a video and uh, going to people with low subscriber counts or something and, you know, yeah. trying to catch people. Oh, no, this guy's intelligent. I can't do anything. So <laughs> Tuesday. I probably would have failed and said Brock. <laughs> Tuesday on our, our uh, YouTube stream, um, a guy comes in and it's Dream. I don't know if you've ever heard of Dream. Yeah. Okay. And it's not dream, but he's oh. fronting like it's dream. And my hey. chat room went nuts because it's mostly middle schoolers. And yeah, and uh, he he uh, he cursed in the chat. And I'm like, well, that convinces me that uh, that's not him. Um, and I'm like, I said, dream. <laughs> it might be you. It might not be. But I will. I will. Uh, I'll, I'll block you just like anybody else. <laughs> so yeah. He'll be nightmare after this dude. That's right, Dad Gummit. So it was it was exciting. And speaking of of my YouTube escapades, Tuesdays um, at four p.m. Central, YouTube.com slash NLcast, we do live streaming. And then I'm I'm streaming on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays uh, on Twitch.tv slash NLcast. And I would love for you guys to to hang out there. I mentioned earlier that on the stream. I tend to sing a lot and uh, like if, like if I'm talking and some words happen to be part of a song that I know I will start singing 
And um, I sang so much that one of the listeners, Mick Zeroni, uh, took all of the clips and turned it into uh, like a commercial for the best, like like a greatest, greatest hits collection, you know, from back yeah. in the day. So, yeah. So I'm going to play it for you right now. Because it, it. it was so good. So here we go. It's it's audio only anyway. So here we go. All right. And I can't fight this lava anymore. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> owning the world's greatest I songs. I started fighting for. By the greatest voice in our generation. <laughs> when I hold you in my arms. In a once in a lifetime collection. Lava in the morning, lava in the evening, lava at summertime. When you got lava on a bagel, you can have pizza. NLCast presents the ultimate James Kennison collection. I can't fight this feeling. Deep inside me. 78,000 beautiful songs. <laughs> By our favorite artist. Yeah, you turn me on. I'm hooked on a feeling. Get the ultimate collection on two tapes for the low cost of $33.99. $33.99. <laughs> That's a lot of songs fitting on two tapes. Yeah. It's even got music. I know. There wasn't music originally. But wait. Use your credit card and we'll take $10 off. Whoa. That's right. Use your credit card and you'll get two eight tracks for only $23.99. Eight tracks? That that be so violent. 16 songs. Well, no, I'm yours. He put it all in. Yeah. And it happens to match up this time. Who can forget hits like Everybody Nobody's Perfect? Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. Sometimes I'm in a jam. I gotta make a plan. It might sound crazy. I do it anyway. That's the sound of chain the gang. Working on the chain. <laughs> gang. That's an eclectic collection. That's the sound of me. I told you I sang a lot. Working on the chain. <laughs> gang. Tom's Diner. Daddy, they were both being charming. And filled it only halfway full. And before I could even argue, I was sitting at the counter <laughs> and he said, Hey, poor Sweet dreams are made of thieves. the world and the seven seas. Everybody's looking for something. Some of them want to use you. Some of them want to be used by you. Some of them want to abuse you. Some of them want to be abused. <laughs> and who could forget the monkey chicken dance? Oh, those chickens, ooh, they seem so happy. Oh, won't you please teach me? 
have the background music. Won't you please <laughs> teach me? You will? Cool! The monkeys and the chickens taught me their little dance. Now every time I do it, everybody claps. I'm glad that I can do it, but now they clap for me, cause I can do the monkey chicken dance, you see! The best of James Kinnison. The kids will love it. You know what the kids are into these days. So that's it. <laughs> the best, wow. The greatest hits collection. That was impressive. <laughs> and that's Mix Roney did that? Yeah. yeah. Man. He worked hard. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. That's not like a five minute job there. That's, uh, I think that vid- the audio clip itself was five minutes, wasn't it? It was uh, three and a half, you know, four. Four, four. I am ready to buy the seat. Well, no, the eight-track collection. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he says it took some hours. So yeah, but yeah, it it all it goes to prove how much I actually sing on my streams. Because <laughs> I'll say we should uh, we should all join in just for that alone. Yeah. yeah, I loved hearing the Minecraft sounds in the background though, and just pop 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 pop. You hear lava boiling and XP being dropped and. <laughs> Stuff like that. It's crazy. So anyway, that's that's been my week. John, what about yours? <laughs> oh, well. So I couldn't be on last week. My apologies. And thank you for your patience and understanding. No, your uh, son was in his play. and, and we, He was in his play. And that was the only night I could go. We're dying to find out what how it went. It went really good. Um, you know, it's he goes to a, a pretty small school. Mm-hmm. And... Um, They've got a lot of talented kids there and you know the the set was done by parents and stuff like that and they they it was it was good it was a pleasant time and I've I've seen the Beauty and the Beast uh production a few times by different schools um even by uh, the school here I helped out with that one on the audio side when we did it but um it was it was fun to see how they put their own twist and flair and, yeah. and whatnot into it so it was it was a good time it was a good time indeed um, and James, you know, he had just a couple small, uh, very pivotal parts. Of ah. course. He was he was the candle maker, right? Married to the sausage girl. <laughs> um, honestly, I couldn't pick out who his wife was in that whole ensemble. So <laughs> really, I think he I think he's going to be okay there. Okay, but uh, but remember how he was talking about how he how he had to stand next to the rug. Yeah, and you know how she's a, uh, he's he's kind of sweet on her. Right. I guess I'll say. Yeah. Well. I went ahead and snapped a photo of him. Oh! His shoulder is not touching her shoulder. Okay. But <laughs> I did catch the moment that he <laughs> talked about. And so uh, I'll I'll just have to say that was a very pleasant thing. I'll, I'll have to send you a, a, a photo of that. Yeah. But the play was, was good. But how, you're familiar with the story, right? Yeah, yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Okay, so you've got this enchanted castle, and these characters are, you know, a candelabra and uh, uh, a clock and all that stuff, and they're all alive because of this enchantment. Well, one of the characters is is a teacup mm-hmm. named Chip. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I, every time I think about it, I laugh. So what they did for 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 our production for for their production is they had a kid and he was he was like inside of a rolling cart and it was draped over and stuff right and so his head was the teacup okay right and so there was just like a teacup 
big teacup sitting on this rolling table and they would roll this table in and out whenever it was, whenever he was in a scene. But like, it's not like he could really move around. <laughs> he couldn't move around at all. Right. So, so like he could try to turn his head, but really the cup was stationary and there was just like a cutout for his face to stick out of. <laughs> and so like, <laughs> There's activity going on on the stage, and he's trying to look around and see it. <laughs> but he's got this look on his face like it's just complete, you know, what's going on? I can't see what I want to see. And he can't do anything. It's, it looked like there was just this floating head cup kid rolling around the stage the whole time. So that was that was kind of the highlight of my, of my night. They roll that kid onto the stage. <laughs> it is just uh it was that would that was it it was just chip the cup and yeah. um I, that was great that was that that was you know was really great. make use of the space chip make use of yeah, the space yeah. just you know yeah oh just don't get up or down yeah and i kept kind of hoping because there was a <laughs> there's a bump on the stage <laughs> when they bring them up and off <laughs> and i kept hoping that they would hit that bump and that cart would fall over oh <laughs> But it didn't. So, so at the yeah. end, though, your son got to hold hands with the rug as they bowed. No, not the rug. He was holding hands with a completely different. Oh no! Person. Yeah, you know when they take their final bow and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's um, not supposed to happen. Yeah, no, it didn't. <sighs> it, it, but uh, but they they look like a, a cute, you know, a spoon and a rug, like yeah. they were meant to be. There you go. So yeah. That was that was that was my week. I did have another embarrassing thing happen. If yes, if you will allow me, yes. another because uh, people love to you know embarrassing uh, embarrassing endeavors here. Um, we were cleaning up after church, uh, you know, on a Wednesday night, and we have to put all these things away. And we have these this pipe and drape set up, you know, mm-hmm. for and, puppets. Uh, uh, no, it's actually just kind of we store things behind it. So oh, okay, it's a real big tall curtain and. We, it's just pipe and drape, you know, it's right. just big curtain, basically. You can put it anywhere. Well, we just kind of have it there and we put stuff behind it. And uh, one of the guys in the church, Dave, he's probably listening. Sorry, man. <laughs> I'm really sorry for this. It's, it's, it haunts me at night. Mm. But he was behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I saw that the curtain was closed and he was trying to pull something in into behind the curtain. I was going to help and, 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 and move the curtain. But as I as I swung my hand down to uh, to to grab the curtain, I, I grabbed his butt <laughs> uh, because as he was behind the curtain. I uh, <laughs> so uh, I don't know if I should send flowers or <laughs> pretend it didn't happen. But um, yeah, that uh, that accidentally happened. You guys I, are I wasn't are, I wasn't doing that on purpose. You're butt brothers now. Yeah. <laughs> It's like yeah. Blood Brothers, except you know you 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 grabbed his butt. I I, I have a situation like that with a guy. Um, not <laughs> not not a butt thing, but I ki- oh. I kissed a guy one time. <laughs> what? On ac- what on accident? How do you accident? How do you accidentally kiss someone? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> okay, let me tell All you right. how you accidentally kiss a man another another guy. The worst thing is it was a kid. <laughs> It was a child. So oh. I was sitting on the couch 
And Are you sure you should tell this? Because Yes. I was sitting on the couch. I was at my girlfriend's <laughs> house. Her name is okay. Jennifer. I'm married to her now. And right. um, I'm sitting on this couch and I'm drawing a picture. And her brother thinks that I am the best thing in the world because I can draw superheroes. And so <laughs> he is <laughs> he is sitting with his knees on the arm of the chair, kind of rocking back and forth, talking to me about superpowers and all this kind of stuff. And Jen walks by and I'm, I'm looking up at him. He's looking at me and we're talking to each other and Jen pushes him over and he's on his knees and his hands are down by his knees. He has no other option other than to fall all the way forward. My hands are full. I've got a pencil in one hand and a book in the other. Let's just say our faces met and our lips (laughs) pressed together. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was the most awkward thing afterwards <laughs> possible i swear he, the family meals he, he went to his room and just <laughs> kind of stayed there for the rest of the day and and jen just <laughs> laughed and i'm like that's not nice i don't even i don't even want to be your boyfriend anymore <laughs> i just need to forget this ever happened and go move to a different country and we still don't talk about it to this day <laughs> he's 30 something years old now and he doesn't think you're amazing still no i i don't know about that he we're we're cool we're cool but we're cool but we uh yeah we we have this that moment we have this unspoken secret you know that very few people know about now everybody knows but but yeah that's how you accidentally kiss a dude okay now do you understand? <laughs> okay, yeah, but <laughs> it's just I don't know. I don't know. It's I don't know how. <laughs> I, I mean, would, that could be I good would, advice, like for some young lady who's trying to kiss a yeah, guy. Yeah, I would have rather accidentally grabbed a dude's butt than what <laughs> yeah. what I just described happened to me or anybody else. Yeah. So, anyway, I think that takes the cake. But still, it's it's a it's a bond. That happens like, you know, I've never done that with anyone else before. (laughs) (laughs) And and you either. And you'll always like every time you see him in the back of your head, you'll be like, (laughs) I know what your gentle parts feel like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, yeah. I don't want to think about that again. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to be a lot more careful when I'm trying to hold that curtain open yes. for people. That's for sure. Yeah. Use <laughs> use your finger and your thumb and just pinch it and pull it aside. It's not going to be even worse. Oh, that. that's true. That's true. That's true. Just reach higher <laughs> on the curtain. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Shoulder yeah. height. You know. I won't. I won't try to grab low on the curtain. I'll just you know. Wow. Way up high. Way wow. up high. Okay. Oh, that was good. That was good stuff. Oh, my my stomach muscles hurt now. That was great. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that a lot. Uh, I want to say thanks to our patrons, especially Matthew uh, Lancer, who became a annual patron at a hundred dollars. And uh, thank you so much for doing that. Um, when you pay annually, you get a discount. And uh, hey. so, yeah. I mean, you can pay $10 a month, which is roughly 120 
or you can pay, you know, and uh, annually and save yourself like 16%. So um, thank you so much, Matthew, and to all of our patrons that make this show possible. And uh, it's, it's really nice. It's very nice. We love our supporters, and we would love for you to become one, too. Um, yeah. the, the trick is you just go to patreon.com slash NLCast. Or, or that story show. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Uh, NLCast. Yeah. yeah, that's the old show. That's the old stuff. I'm, I've been NLCast all week. That's what I am on YouTube and, and, uh, and Twitter and, and uh, all, all these different places. I'm I, I, on Minecraft. I'm NLCast. So, uh, yeah, bad. Slipped up there. We got a couple iTunes reviews that I thought were great. They're very short. Weird person says, Great podcast. I listen to the podcast to fall asleep every day, but I can't yeah. fall asleep. Because the podcast is too good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Thank I you. like hearing that. Yeah, because we want to keep you up all night. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> Fast PJ 45 says, great, awesome podcast. I would recommend starting at the beginning and listening through all the episodes. The inside jokes are priceless. And <laughs> he's got a point there. Some people come in and they, and they don't know what anything means. And we never set out to have inside jokes. That was the thing. I, I remember yeah. telling John or uh, David that way back. I'm like, you know, we don't want a bunch of inside jokes because we want people to be able to get into the show at any point, and they're always comfortable from day one. Yeah. Um, but no, it happened anyway. It Just, did. They they have a mind of their own. Those inside jokes. They did, do. So. They do. So anyway, uh, let's do some listener stories. Today's stories are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. Uh, thank you, BetterHelp.com, for sponsoring that story show. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe, private, online environment. You can start communicating in under 24 hours with your own professional therapist. It's not self-help. It's not a bunch of to-do lists and things like that and a suggested book reading list. It's professional counseling. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available for those who qualify. The service is available for clients worldwide, and there's a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas. I want you to start living a happier life today. I mean, that's the point of this whole podcast is to make you laugh and hope, hoping that you're feeling happy today. So as a listener... You will get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash that story show. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash that story show. And again, thank you, betterhelp.com for sponsoring this episode of that story show. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's get into our stories. Tony from Washington sends in a story called Cat Smack. So I don't know if that's a new kind of drug or if a cat Cat is getting hit. So I don't know. I prefer the latter. Yeah. (laughs) So we have a cat. And we got about two years. We got her about two years ago when she was seven to eight weeks old. And we loved her and we still do. And so we let her go outside sometimes for about 10 minutes. And then we put her back inside. Of course, she was an indoor cat and was fairly new to the world. So noises scared her. Leading to our backyard is a glass sliding door. And this is important. My dad was also in the backyard at the moment and the cat was being brave. So it went off the pavement and into the grass and near the bushes to explore and sniff her face off. Suddenly mm-hmm. my dad dropped something into the bush. It made a huge rustling sound and that scared the living crap out of her. And she bolt- <laughs> bolted for the door, but the door was only partially open and the, <laughs> and, and it was glass. So the kitten, scared out of her mind, ran straight into the glass door. <laughs> That's not funny. Now, freeze that image in your head. The cat's face is flat and a little to the side. Her hind legs are off the ground, and all of her body <laughs> flab was smushed toward forward from the impact. She stayed like that for a hot second and then recovered, <laughs> tried to go back in the house. But being a dumb cat, she sprang forward into the glass door one more time. <laughs> Only then did she go around and back into the house. Anyway, thanks for listening to my story, Tony from Washington. So, oh, cats, they're the uh, best, aren't they? They are. I, 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 I don't like them, them so much that even in Minecraft, I, I don't like cats. There's cats in <laughs> Minecraft. Yeah, and uh, they, but, but one day I had to make a creeper farm, and cats were required, and suddenly I realized I had killed them all. I, <laughs> I was I was being hated on by my people, uh, by my viewers for for, for the murdering cats. the cats. But suddenly I needed cats, and there were none around. And they're like, "Yeah, serves you right," you know. So yeah, yeah. I finally did. Um, I, I finally did uh, make a couple of cats my my friend, and then okay. I promptly set them inside of a dark creeper farm and put blocks all around them. So so what. <laughs> Why do you have to have a cat in a creeper form? Um, because in the game, uh, of course, folks that don't know, creepers are just these silent, uh, hor- green, Monsters. horrible things. They they walk up behind you and then they explode and they can blow up all your stuff. They can blow you up, you know, the whole thing. Uh, but cats, uh, they're afraid of cats. So, really? Yeah. Huh. And that's why that's my, cool. my viewers told me, quit. Quit killing the cats, man. They're uh, Heck, have them around. They scare away creepers. So what? I have, I have. Did I tell you that I have two more cats in my in my house? No, not in my house, but I, I have a little barn uh, on our property. And, and uh, when we got the chickens, we got cats too. And the cats keep a lot of animals in the way. In fact, I had a lot of squirrels living in my barn, and they are no longer there. Ah, uh, so. Cats are, are, are good to have. Not only are creepers afraid of them, but so are the squirrels. That's good because squirrels <laughs> are terrible. We had them in our attic. So, yeah. Yeah. You need a cat in your attic then. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them away. Yeah. That would, I'm sure we'd love it up there. But, right. Yeah. So, hmm. anyway, killing, um, killing vectorized cats 
in Minecraft is harmless. I just, I don't want any emails. They're uh, digital. Yeah, they're not real. And and I wouldn't ever, 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 ever harm a real cat. So right. I hate them, but I don't like hate them, hate them. So yeah, there you go. I love to, I love to hate them and I hate to love them. And, uh, but I have them. <laughs> so <laughs> I talk to them too. And I'm terrible. Oh, wow. They're my friends. Yeah. Oh, we can, we can move on. <laughs> I'm confessed it. Hey, do they still have the cat cannon in uh in uh Minecraft? I uh, don't I don't know. But there, there is used to a, be like a cannon that you could shoot and a cat would fly out and then it would blow up. Well, you can like you can shoot cows and stuff, so I'm sure you could shoot cats. There is a thing to where you can take oh what is it? A shovel or something and you can bunt cats across the room. <laughs> what? You, you drop them from a dispenser. And you can uh, hit a target with them or something. So, yeah. Well, okay. Anyway. <laughs> awesome. I need to get back into that game. But I got a great story here. Yes, you do. Not really a story, but I'm really excited to read this. It comes to us from our good old buddy, Stephen Forrester. And this is called The Perfect Parody. And uh, you're going to love it. So here we go. Hey, James and John, Stephen Forrester here again with something very special that I have been dying to share with you guys. I'm not sure if you would call this a story or a confession, but either way, I feel that I need to get it off my chest. So here we go. In my opinion, one of the all-time funniest things you guys have ever done on that story show was when John did his intro commercial for Brother John's Anointed Beard Oil. Let's pause for a second and appreciate that sentence right there. John, do you realize uh, that you are guilty of making one of the funniest things, in his opinion, ever his opinion, on the show? That is crazy. That is flattering. <laughs> so, I mean, if this, is, if this is a confession, that is a great way to get started uh, by flattering me with this, this great, great honor of, uh, of, a, of a title of funniest thing ever on i don't think it is oh no 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 it's it's good while while you're reading this i'm going to pull it up so we can play it afterwards okay okay well here steven goes into some backstory so for those who may not know or remember in episode 258 john told a story about a weird guy who walked into his church and talked about a crusade he was hosting all the while admiring john's beard way too much i remember that i do before they parted ways, he shook John's hand and then rubbed his own face and said that he wanted to get some of John's holy anointing on his own beard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope he doesn't find this episode and listen to it. It's, I always get scared when people say, hey, man, I found your show. And I'm like, oh, no, what did I say? Okay. So then in episode 259, John did a commercial for his supposed new beard oil product. The volume of laughter that I experienced from hearing John's commercial can only be described as legendary. Those are not my words. Those are Stephen's words. Mm. And I am, again, flattered. I listened to it over and over again, laughing incredibly hard at each, each time. In the weeks that followed, I went back to it on numerous occasions and laughed every single time. In fact, I enjoyed it so much that I decided to, quote unquote, borrow it mm. and use it for a joke at my own church. You see, at my church, instead of the pastor reading the announcements from a, a bulletin, we play a short video that I make each week featuring cool graphics and slides that the pastor makes in Photoshop. My job is to record a voiceover commercial for the announcements each week. 
and then make a video using his slides with my voice and music in the background. Well, it wasn't long before I knew that I would need to record my own version of this commercial and slip it in for a future announcement video. My church also happens to host or hold an annual No Shave November contest among the men in our church. I, I'm glad that you clarified that, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any bearded ladies be out there, you can join too. <laughs> come on down. The men who wish to participate come in uh, on the first Sunday of November clean shaven. And whoever grows the best beard by the end of the month wins a special prize. Usually it's like a restaurant gift certificate. Since this is announced for weeks in advance, I figured I would record my borrowed version of the beard oil commercial and slip it in when the time was right. The only problem was that I happened to have the have first heard John's commercial in December of 2019. So I had just missed my chance for this golden oh. joke. And he's going to have to wait almost a whole year for that. Yeah, he did. And he did. I decided <laughs> to be patient, he says, and wait until November of 2020 to wow. make my move. Wow. I told no one of my plans for nearly a year. That's However, that's dedication. Yeah, that is. I mean, that's. That's like the golden egg of all jokes. You <laughs> hold on to it for a year just thinking, man, this is going to be so good. You got time to mull it over and think how you're going to implement it. That's, that's great. I told no one of my plans for nearly a year. However, when it came time for the contest to happen again, our pastor decided to cancel it for some reason. Curse you, 2020. Ugh. <laughs> Probably it was because of COVID. I'm just going to say. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Not being one to give up easily, though, I knew I had to find another way to use it. And then it hit me. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, of course. I decided to wait until the, the Sunday before Christmas and put my version of the commercial at the end of the announcement video that Sunday morning. I added a text slide before the commercial that said, hey, ladies, still can't find that perfect gift for your man? Don't worry. We are here for you. This week's video is brought to you by the following sponsor. My commercial then proceeds to play. I did it exactly as John did, ex except changing the name to Pastor Jake's Anointed Beard Oil, naming it after my pastor since he grows a very impressive beard every winter. Since it was a video, I added pictures that corresponded with everything that was said. <laughs> Wait a second. I got to pause there for a second because I, I recall saying uh, the devil took a dump on your face. <laughs> <laughs> was there a corresponding picture with that oh man <laughs> I, oh man and i and first of all that you would even play that in church <laughs> I wanna, that's either totally awesome church that i want to visit i want to go there yeah <laughs> yeah or maybe you got let go let's see what the rest of the story says anyway and i was blessed to find hilarious ones that enhance the joke even better so okay there we go you, he, he totally animated this uh, commercial. I also photoshopped my pastor's head onto a beard oil bottle and added the product name on the label. That's totally awesome. Yeah. Fortunately, my pastor thought it was a riot, as did the rest of the church. What made it even better was that the pastor had bought small gift bags for everyone in the congregation to take home as Christmas gifts that day. So several of the people couldn't help but ask if they were getting a free bottle of his new beard oil. It was truly the greatest prank I've ever pulled on anyone. And I just want to thank John. You're welcome for helping me make it possible. 
If you guys want to see a copy of that of that video, and yes, I do, let him know. <laughs> let me know, he says, and I'll post it in the Nobody's Listening Podcast Community Facebook. Please, yes. yes. Please tag me in it so that I can see it. Uh, I love listening to you guys every week, and thanks for being such a wonderful bright spot in my life. Hope it makes it on the show. Stephen Forrester. All wow. right. That was great. Now let's hear <laughs> the original Beard Oil commercial. Here we go. Okay. Is your beard patchy, scraggly, or look like the devil took a dump on your face? <laughs> well, if so, you need Brother John's anointed beard oil. It's the only beard oil guaranteed to help you grow your beard and anoint your face with God's blessings. Our beard oil is harvested from a rock on Mount Sinai, the same rock that Moses sat on when he grabbed the Ten Commandments from the hand of God. It's infused with gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and it's guaranteed to grow a blessing on your face brighter and shinier than any cherubim's ever seen. So if you're tired of looking like a 10-year-old wanting a prom date, pick yourself up a bottle of Brother John's anointed beard oil. Because one step towards manliness is a step towards holiness. (laughs) It's the oceans in the background that does it for me. Oh, yes, yes. It's so great. Wow. You should do more. You should do more commercials. I've got one that I've been thinking about for a couple. I won't tell you the name of it, but it's kind of along those lines. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. All right. Okay. That would be awesome. And we we could play it, you know, as a, as a special thing. It would be great. Follow up. Okay. Um, This one's called special snack. It comes to us from anonymous uh, because this person did not want their name associated with their story. Apparently (laughs) (laughs) it's anonymous. My sister, when she was about one years old was, on a screened-in porch in Florida. And my mom was on the phone just inside the door. You may know that Florida has giant roaches. Yeah, they, yes. they do. Well, there was one apparently crawling on the floor in the porch because when my mom looked, there was my sister, the one-year-old, with a giant roach hanging out of her mouth. Because <laughs> everything goes in your mouth, you know, when you're yeah. a kid. My mom, who was on the phone, screamed, and the lady on the phone began asking, do I need to call 911? My mom said no, but she needed to go. And she pulled the live roach out of my sister's mouth. (laughs) That was 15 years ago. My sister's now 16. And my sister still has a deathly fear of roaches, although it's probably not from that experience. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed my story. I love your show. Blessings. Anonymous. P.S. I'm debating. I'm debating again. All right. I'm going to be one of those people. I hope this makes it on the show. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Um, Yeah. Tasty cockroach. I thought it was chocolate. <laughs> Just a dumb baby. You know? This, you know what? Babies, they do. In the words of Malachi Nicole, babies are dumb. Babies are dumb. Yeah. I'll never forget Malachi that. Nicole, you know, the author of uh, Axe Cop yep. with his big brother, Ethan. He had some great wisdom back in the day. Yes, he did. Babies are dumb. They're beautiful. They're precious. Wonderful. They're, precious. They're, they're dumb. Them. Put a roach yeah, in your mouth. They, they will do that. And other things that are very gross. That's why you got to protect them. Yep. The babies, that is. Mm-hmm. I, got a, I got a story here from uh, Liam titled Smoked Chicken. And you know, I'm, I, 
I got to say before we read this, I, I'm on this vegan diet right now. Oh boy. And I love some smoked chicken. <laughs> I don't I know. Do. I don't know that you'll like this one though. So, uh, well, <laughs> let's, let's see. So for some background, Liam says, my dad works at a car dealership. Oftentimes the dealership that my dad works at will have these big sales on all their cars. And one time my dad asked me if I wanted a job. And the first thing that came to my mind was money. So of course I agreed before I even knew what the job was. <laughs> well, you know how you see those, those chickens or some other weird animals out on the side of the road with those big signs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I did. Awesome. The suits are hot. And standing with a sign for hours every day is hard, but Hey, I got paid 12 bucks an hour, so it was worth it. Yeah. On to the story. So one particular day, I was out there with my sign, holding it up for the world to see. Lots of people honk their horns and uh, open their windows and say hi, because in my town, everyone loved to see the chickens on the side of the road. <laughs> At least that's what I thought. Mm. I remember seeing a truck coming down the road, so I held my sign up high for the driver to see. I think this guy really doesn't like chickens, because he passed me. It made smoke come out of the tailpipe as he drove by. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Now, this is probably wouldn't be a problem for most chickens out, out there, but the chicken suit I was wearing had its beak open, so my face was exposed to the smoke. That's worse. I quickly. <laughs> it's like Chip, I quickly like chip the cup. You just. It just had a face hole. <laughs> it just had a face hole. At least he had arms and legs that he could move around. Uh, it was if a fly got on his face, he could do something yeah, about it. That's true. <laughs> Chip the oh, cup man. with a roach crawling across his face, <laughs> squiggling his nose around. That would have been awesome, <laughs> Mama, Mama. There's a roach. There's a roach. Uh, okay. Anyways, back to the story. Uh, I quickly turned my head and held the sign in front of my face so that I wouldn't get too much smoke in my eyes. After I thought the coast was clear, I turned around and saw the truck driving down the road. Some of you may think that this would be just an accident, but nope. Apparently, from what I heard from my friend, he stopped the smoke until he got to the <laughs> other chicken that was further down the road and smoked him, too. Oh. We're both fine, by the way, but that driver must have been mad about something. Because who in the world would do that? A LBB. Emph and emphasis L yeah, that's what I'm saying. This smoke One of the many guy. tools of the devil. Who would do that? And there you have it. I hope you enjoy that story just as much as I enjoy telling it. I'd say I hope it makes it on the show, but that's been done way too many times already. Yeah. <laughs> so i give you a chicken bock for that. Uh, this, Liam. This one's called Coat Conundrum, and it comes to us from Stephanie from Maine. So ah. hang on tight. It's a, it's a long one. I've been wait, wanting to sit down and write this story out for a while. I discovered the podcast through the Babylon Bee crossover episode, and I've since introduced it to many folks. Some have even submitted stories. I've loved listening while I do chores, and I have more than once found myself doubled over snort laughing while doing dishes. Awesome. In 2014, <laughs> I worked a morning shift at a small bakery in a ritzy college town in upstate New York. I love my job and I love my customers. Being a young, a young adult who had been homeschooled, I was always trying to fit in with the college kids and young professionals in this fancy schmancy town. One couple in particular befriended me. The wife worked in finance and the husband was in college to become a chiropractor. 
So the two of them would come to the shop occasionally, and I'd nod and smile when we talked about education and travel and wine tasting and working out, you know, like she knew what they were talking about. And I felt like they enjoyed my company. I remember thinking, I can never let them know that I'm just some lame hillbilly homeschooler who knows how to gut a chicken and stops for free stuff on the side of the road. Well, that ritzy town had a Christmas celebration, as most fancy towns do, and the village was inundated with visiting family. And my sweet professional couple even brought the man's mother to meet me and to show her their favorite hangout. The weekend was crazy for our little bakery. I came in after the holidays and I noticed a beautiful brown coat on the coat rack near the back door. It had a fur hood and fur around the cuffs and inside the pocket was a pair of wool lined gloves covered in the smoothest leather I had ever felt. And I figured it must've been one of our rich regulars who left it because no one knew, uh, re- really used the coat rack as it wasn't very noticeable. That coat rack acted as our lost and found. So whatever didn't end up getting claimed was sort of unofficially up for grabs. So after about a month of staring at this lovely item on the hook, I asked one of the night shift employees if she thought it would be okay for me to take it. And she shrugged and said, well, nobody else has claimed it. The hillbilly homeschooler in me couldn't believe that I was about to get such a fancy coat for free. Free. (laughs) For free. For free. I could never afford something that expensive. I would look pretty rich for sure. So I took the, uh, I took the freezing cold quarter mile walk back to my car that afternoon in a brand new fancy fur lined coat. And the best part was Ooh. it fit me perfectly. Oh, nice. Ooh, la, la. After that, I decided it was almost too nice to wear to work, which is why it's miraculous that I wore it on the day that my story occurred. About a month after having snagged this beautiful free coat, I went to work at 6 a.m. like normal for one of my shifts. Fairly soon after opening, my professional couple walks in with the mom again. I say good morning, and my eyes track this woman as she marches toward the coat rack in a Karen-y fashion. I'm trying to watch her and socialize when she huffs over and says hi. I left a brown coat here last time I came to visit my son. I called right away, and one of the employees told me that he would leave it on the coat rack until I came back to get it. Mm. At that moment, my heart started to beat fast, and I could feel my face about to get really red. No, no, I thought to myself, there's no, there's no way she called. Alan, my coworker, would have told me. Right then I knew I was faced with a decision. A, either lie to her and tell her that unfortunately someone took it, or donated it like we did lost items. B, admit that I, a hillbilly homeschooler, had taken it home with me and had been wearing it pretty much everywhere for the last month and forever (laughs) relinquish any respect or semblance of coolness with my professional couple. I chose option C. We don't know what option (laughs) C is yet. My brain was (laughs) frantic as I managed to say, oh yeah, I know what coat you're talking about. It had fur in it or something like that. Yeah, um, I think someone put it downstairs in the basement so no one would see it and mistakenly take it home <laughs> because it had been here for so long. Let me go check. So I excused myself and went around the counter to get the bakery door that led to the basement and I could feel her perturbed glare follow me as I walked away. Her son and daughter-in-law, blissfully unaware of my inward anguish, smiled at me and continued sipping coffee. I zoomed past the bakers down the basement stairs, and there it was, the most beautiful brown coat with fur-lined hood, fur cuffs, 
buttery smooth brown leather gloves inside the pocket and my perfect size. Oh. I picked it up, inspected it for any stains. I sniffed it for BO and fortunately <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It's okay. It's, it's there, but not bad. I walked back up the stairs. I took a breath. I handed it to her and I asked, is this it? And she nodded. Yes. Well, good. Um, I said, I apologize if it smells a little musky or funky. The basement <laughs> has sort of a unique smell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Relieved. Uh-oh. I served them the rest of their meal and chatted some more. Constantly paranoid that this woman would pick up her coat, sniff the armpits and say, did someone wear this? <laughs> <laughs> After they all left, I went back to the kitchen and relayed this story to the bakers on duty. And one of them laughed so hard. She almost cried. I took I took the freezing cold quarter mile walk to my car that afternoon in short sleeves. To this day, I still communicate with my professional couple, polite, tactful comments on their various social media accounts, sometimes reminiscing about the tasty baked goods from the bakery we both love. But whenever I see their name, I have a flashback. I see a beautiful fur-lined brown coat with fur cuffs and buttery smooth brown leather gloves in the pocket. They may uh, think that I'm a sweet, thoughtful person who kept the items safe in the basement for so no one would take it, but I'm really just a hillbilly homeschooler <laughs> that stole his mom's coat, wore it for a month, and never had the guts to tell them. Anyways, until now, I hope the nuance and subtle mortification of this embarrassing story makes it a fun one to read, and I hope it makes it on the show. Oh Stephanie from Maine. Yes. <laughs> that. That's right. man (laughs) how could you ever forget a a fur-lined brown coat i don't know rich rich people man leather gloves they they got a dozen of them yeah they're just like oh i'll just wear my red (laughs) fur-lined coat so Mm. you know i'll have this clean straight away to get the unique basement snail (laughs) Taking care of it. Smells like a thrift store. Not that I know mm. what they smell like. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. She she was keeping it safe, you know, because those 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 buttery gloves would go crusty if you don't wear them occasionally. And the, and the fur-lined brown coat needs to be worn with the fur cuffs to make sure that, you know, it gets its use. Yeah. She's, like, hey. she's a better man than I, or a better woman than I, because I don't know. <laughs> After that long, I, I think I would just yeah. have to... For 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 the good of the coat, because my if, if especially if I've BO'd in it, I'm I'm gonna just keep it <laughs> BO'd in it. Yeah, I mean you've been without it for a better part of the winter, you know. Yeah, I a don't month. Know. I don't know or longer. Yeah. Mm. Well, Stephanie, and and it gets cold up there in that that area of the country. Yeah. So I mean, poor poor Stephanie had to walk back to her car with short sleeves that day. Ah. Mm. Uh, James, you like Volkswagens? I love them, man. It's my dream car. I want to rent one for like a month yeah? and drive it around. I've told my wife it's my it should be a birthday present that you rent you find someone that will rent us their VW Bug uh, for a month so I can drive it around so I don't have to now, buy one. You mean like the classic one, the old one, or the new released VW? Bug? Oh, not the new ones. No, no, definitely classic. I I owned a, a one for a while. It was a nineteen seventy one Super Beetle. Oh. It was awesome. Loved it. Oh, I don't know why I sold it to be honest, because I was dumb, I guess. But the anyway. new the new I ones are cute; they're fine. But you know, yeah, but they're new. I mean, they're new cars. Those old ones are 
they're they're there's something unique about driving a bug. Yeah. And um, I got a story about a, a, v, a Volkswagen, a, a Volkswagen, a VW Vanish. You may never have heard of that one, mm. but uh, it comes to us from Colleen. So let me read this to you. After graduating, I told my son, who is very musical, that I would pay for music lessons if he wanted to take them. Now, the days of football, basketball, and track had run their course, and now he had time to learn to play an instrument. He settled on piano. Hmm. His piano teacher lived on the top of a steep hill, so to access her home, you had to park at the very top of a steep downward slope. At the base of her driveway sat a small town with a propane business off to the one side, with about 15 tanks sitting in the lock in the lot. There were other houses situated along the right side of the driveway, and she had planted small pine trees to block the neighbor's view. My son's car was in the shop, so he asked to borrow my pride and joy, a silver Volkswagen Beetle, mm. the only brand new car I had ever owned, and I babied that car. <laughs> I told him that he could, but added lots of warning about how careful he needed to be. He came home a couple hours later with this story. He had been at the piano teacher's house. The piano sat by a window that looked out onto the driveway. He saw motion out of the corner of his eye. He turned just in time to see my beetle backing down the hill. (laughs) Yikes. He sprang from the piano bench, racing out the front door. The car, which was a standard and had (laughs) obviously been left in neutral, was making its way towards the propane tank lot. Oh, no. James, you know propane is explosive, right? Yeah, I kind of <laughs> figured that it would factor into the story since he had made yeah. sure to mention it before. So. <laughs> Colleen left no details out. No. Panic filled his body as visions of the car tanks and town exploding <laughs> came to his mind. But no, as he watched helplessly, the car began to turn. It backed over several of the baby pines and was headed straight for a neighbor's backyard. My pines! The neighbor... My pines. It's now Lone Pine. (laughs) Yeah, Lone Pine Mall. (laughs) Lone Pine Mall. A neighbor who, uh, back to the future reference, by the way. Spoilers. A neighbor who uh, was, I'm sorry, let me restart there. But no, he he watched helplessly. A neighbor who, by the way, was building an in-ground swimming pool and had a gaping seven-foot hole in the ground. Mm. Oh, Yeah. Mm. That was left out of the details earlier, but now we've got a new thing, a new bit of stress in our lives. Praying fervently for mercy, he watched as the car drew closer to the abyss. Miraculously, it took another slight turn where the dirt uh, from the hole had been piled. Ugh. By now, having, great deal, having a great deal of speed, the beetle sped up the dirt pile backwards, paused at the top for a second, and then rolled safely back down oh. where it came to a stop. I wasn't there, but I can imagine my kid falling on his knees in thanks to God <laughs> Almighty and his mercy for saving the car and therefore his skin. Yeah. We replaced the pines for the piano teacher, and I had to remove some pine tar from the back bumper. But other than that, the car and the kid were both fine. And after an awesome story like that, how could I even be mad at <laughs> Colleen? Wow. That was a good story. Oh, my goodness. Good job, his- Colleen. Yeah, it didn't go where I thought it was going. No. <laughs> <laughs> With multiple explosions and, Mom, my, that car you let me borrow, yeah. it doesn't exist. It's at the bottom of a hole now. So <laughs> we got one more. Uh, this is called Terrible Treat. 
and uh, it's from Chris. And uh, it says, have you ever been so hungry that you would eat anything? Um, this is a kid's story, by the way. Well, one day when I was one, two, or three, my mom picked me up for a hug and smelled something not quite right. The following conversation went something like this. Mom, what's in your mouth? Me. Nothing. Mom, what was in your mouth a second ago? Me. Uh, dog food. Mom. Why me? I was hungry. Mom, you know, we have food, right? Like people food me. I knew you wouldn't give me anything. Mom. Oh, do I usually deny you me? Well, it it wasn't a good time. Mom. Is there ever a good time when dog food is better than people food me? I was pooping. Mom. Oh, well, new rule. No eating dog food. Not even while you're pooping or ever. Hope this makes it on the show. <laughs> Signed, Chris. <laughs> I was pooping, Mom. Yeah, yeah. I was hungry. I needed a snack. The dog food bowl's right there. The law, lo- the, the logic of children. You know, it it's always good. So it always. <laughs> I was works evacuating out. my intestines. I needed to refill. <laughs> Do you have a funny life story? Have you ever conspired to steal and dance upon a bag of sugar? Have you ever had a cat that could not see glass? Or made a congregation laugh by parodying an amazing beard oil commercial? Have you ever tasted what a giant roach tastes like? Or been blasted by a semi-truck smoke while dressed like a chicken? Have you ever had to back the perfect... Have you ever had to give back the perfect coat after wearing it for a month? Or had your son roll your prize bug down a hill during a piano lesson? Or how about, uh, have you ever eaten a dog food while on the toilet? Whatever your story is, send your stories. Email our audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, Christopher Tynan. Thanks and join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and do not eat dog food. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. Oh. I really want some smoked chicken right now. Yeah, I bet you do. We're going to talk about that vegan thing. I'm going to find out more about it. I bet it was your wife's idea. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's 100%. (laughs) At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. 
cards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.